are back for another Hex After Dark healing conversation. Um, these shorter versions of the show happen um, late at night. I tend to be up later in the night when I'm working on a new project or creating and I have like just an aha moment and want to share. Um, and so it is Hex After Dark. Um, and these tiny talks are very important because I want to get in the habit of just releasing these ideas, these revelations, and just letting things flow. Um, if you didn't have a chance to listen to our first Hex After Dark, please go back and do so. For this episode, I wanted to, one, um, talk about our full moon that's happening today since it's after midnight um, on this Thursday. It is October 1st. Um, it is a full moon in Aries, which is a powerful placement for full moons. And I like to give myself permission to take up space when the moon is in Aries because that is my lunar sign. And the moon was in Aries when I was born. And my Aries moon is very much a part of my character, um, my emotional identity, and how I move in the world. And so under these lunar um, Aries moments, I just kind of like to give myself permission to be, to work through emotional um, struggles, power struggles, uh, things that have been difficult to get through emotionally and kind of give myself room and permission to, to work through those things and to be graceful with myself during these times. Um, and of course it is a full moon, so it is a time of intensity, heightened energy for all of us, and also just a good time to release and to close doors so that you can open uh, new doors. Um, the focus of this conversation is really, um, about healing conversations in general. Um, so today I went to visit a friend who I am going to soon be tutoring her son and um, just being an extra set of hands and helping her out in uh, some ways that she needs in support of, you know, distance learning and people just kind of filling out this new lifestyle of working from home, parenting, babysitting and all these things in one. And so I went to visit her just so that we could have a conversation about schedule, routines, what we were going to do, how things were going to work, when I was going to start. And that was great. And, you know, with just being women, the way we do in the midst of anything, we, we always find the opportunity to make something a teachable moment or to have a healing conversation, right? So we started talking about um, our experiences um, with men that had shown certain red flags um, and certain things that were triggering to us and how we were able to make connections between men that were unhealthy for us and things that we saw in our parents. And it's not so much the specifics of what we revealed in that conversation, because honestly, I would like to save a lot of that discourse for another episode. But what I really want to focus on is just the importance and the power of healing conversations and how affirming it is to be able to, even if out of nowhere, have 
healing conversations with people where you can acknowledge their humanity and they can do that for you. You can acknowledge their suffering. They can acknowledge yours. You can also acknowledge your own. It builds connection. Um, it promotes um, safety of vulnerability with you know people who deserve that and who are safe spaces for your vulnerability. And it is affirming to your process and your journey when you can share, candidly share things that you have gone through um, and a person can acknowledge that and say, there was a moment today when we were speaking and she said to me, Courtney said to me, um, oh, you know what's so funny about today? I actually had healing conversations with two Courtney's that I know. Um, yeah, two Courtney's that I know. One with the C, one with the K. So this is a C Courtney that I'm talking about right now, but um, K Courtney, we had some healing conversations via text and voice note, which were really good as well. I didn't even think about that. So yeah, that's two. But at one moment today, Courtney said to me, even though this experience that you're describing sucks and it hurts and it's painful. This is good. These, these are good things. It's good that you went through that so that you can acknowledge certain things that you can, um, you know, put, put certain things together so you can realize what you need and what you don't need, what you don't want to settle for. You can pick out these red flags and this is good. Um, and just hearing her say that was, good for me because like I spoke about in the previous um the previous episode the ungodly hour about shame and guilt which are feelings and emotions that come up a lot of times when you're acknowledging suffering or doing healing work is that when you allow yourself to be in certain situations or you make certain decisions that you blame yourself and having someone say this is good, kind of just changes that narrative completely. Um, it removes that aspect of you feeling like you did something wrong or that there was a mistake. Because even if you made a mistake, saying that this is good, it it changes. It just completely changes the narrative, and it it's kind of like a breath of fresh air over an unfortunate situation. And so having her say that, and I've had, and you know, she's not the first person to say that to me about this particular situation that we were discussing, but having people acknowledge, you know, I'm glad that you were able to have this moment, even though it was, it was through pain or hurt or disappointment. I'm glad that you were able to, to go through that, to see this, to know that, to understand this, to let go of that. So for one, having someone affirm that is powerful in, at least in my healing, having people who can hold space for me and allow me to cry, allow me to vent, allow me to say these things repetitively, you know, like telling the same story over and over, saying how something made me feel over and over, repeating myself. And like, I know that 
um, the people who I speak to about certain situations regarding my family issues and um, things in my love life have heard these things before. And so allowing me to to work through that, allowing me to, you know, talk things through and kind of have my own. It's like I'm having a conversation with myself, but with them, they're allowing me to work through shit with them. And holding that space is something that is so important to me. Having people in my life who allow me to just to heal, like who are allowing me to go through my process and still holding my hand and being a support system is very, it's, it's just a priceless thing um, because I have gone through so many things and without the emotional support of my friends, I don't really know how I could have made it through. And without having those healing conversations, without having people say to me, like, you are going to be okay. This is a good thing. It's good that you've learned this. It's good that you know this now. And also having them be able to chime in with their own humanity, with their own testimonies about how they may have fell short or how they may have had a similar experience. It just, um, it makes me feel more connected It makes me feel more heard and more understood and more seen, (laughs) more seen. That sounds weird. Um, But and these are just things that, you know, people in general either struggle with or are um, healing from, you know, not feeling seen, not being heard, not feeling appreciated or understood. And sometimes people just kind of show up and hold space for you or, um, you know, create an opportunity for you to feel seen and heard without even knowing. And so I just wanted to take the time to acknowledge and show my appreciation for all those people, namely my friends um, who have just done that shit for me. Um, Jasmine, Jarrett, Miasha, Keem, both Courtney's, um, my therapist, um, who else? Um, Odane, um, my nephew, even my sister. Um, I mean, I know I said specifically my friends because my friends just know me in a different way than other people, um, in my life, but namely, you know, that group, Cody, Um, I feel like I know that I'm forgetting something, but you know, if you've been, if you've been that for me, um, if you've been that space that I could speak from the heart, be vulnerable, talk about my mistakes, talk about my shame, talk about things I feel guilty about and still lift me up. Zondria, definitely. Um, and just allow me to be imperfect and still validate me that um validation is so important and I appreciate that so much and just 
I'm grateful for the privilege of being able to have healing conversations because for a lot of people, they don't have that. A lot of people don't have um, emotional support or people who they can be vulnerable with and everything is just bottled up. And, um, you know, I'm just super appreciative, super grateful for people who hold my hand while I'm working on myself and don't abandon me or don't judge me or don't write me off or think less or differently about me. Oh, Nita, Nita, I can't forget Nita. Um, those people who just continue to love on me as I'm still loving myself and learning how how to better love myself is just something that I'm I can't even express in words how important and how appreciative I am of those people because um, that energy is an energy that I didn't always have um, as a kid or in, or in relationships or other times when I really needed it. And in the absence of that energy contributed a lot to the holes that I'm now working to water and fill. And so having people in my life that can hold space and um, be healing entities without even knowing and maybe not even and trying or not understanding the magnitude of just those little moments. And so like today, um, you know, even though we are women and we're sharing and we obviously know that, that there's an exchange of energy there after leaving and thinking about the things that we discussed and thinking about the things that she said. And I was like, you know what? I'm just so grateful because this is just adding more, um, adding something else onto my tool belt that I'm using to work through issues. And um, when it comes to emotional violence and emotional unsafety, emotional abuse, those experiences can be very tricky, very confusing, and they can send you on a loop of uncertainty about yourself in and in places or spaces where you normally feel certain and where you normally feel secure, you just feel not like yourself. And so it's good to have people who do know you to put their foot down, even if you can, and be like, no, look, this is what this is. This is not you. It's good that you went through this because you needed this because of X, Y, and Z. This is, you know, this is how you can add to your um, experiences, how you can add to your work, like just continuing to to pour into me, even in moments where I might be taking away, like blaming myself or not seeing the bigger picture. And so um, I really wanted to just take some time to shed light on that healing conversations. This full moon in Aries is big for me, big on just... um, working through emotional struggles, um, power struggles, and just being triumphant emotionally, um, because it's my moon sign and the moon, your moon dictates, you know, how you process emotion and it's fiery and it's intense. Um, it can be impulsive. It can be just a lot. It can be overwhelming and it's a full moon in general. So I just wanted to take some time to thank those people. And if I didn't say your name and you're listening and you know that you have been a safety net for me, then I pray that you would not take that personally. 
um, and just know that you are appreciated, even if I didn't mention your name. And I know that anyone who I've been vulnerable, vulnerable with knows my heart and knows my character enough that they wouldn't take it personally. So there's that. Um, try to carve out some time to do somewhat of a full moon release for yourself. And that looks different for everybody. Um, a part of my release for tomorrow is going to be my bike ride with the, with the crew. Um, bike riding has just been a part of my self-care regimen. And so I'm doing that. Um, I've been cleaning like crazy, kind of trying to put up summer clothes, get out fall clothes, transition with the seasons, cleaning my bedroom. I need to smudge out a lot of energy that has just been lingering because of shedding that I've been doing. And so that's part of my release. Um, and I want to get some journaling in because I've kind of just been writing for the book and not writing for me lately. So just some free thoughts and some journaling. So carve out some time for your full moon release tomorrow. And that could just be doing anything that brings you joy and taking time to acknowledge what you can let go of, what doors you can close to open up new doors. So if you are listening, thank you so much for tuning in. Um, thank you for supporting me in the various ways that you guys have, either through the podcast, through my writing, through my products, through the tarot readings. Um, it's a very abundant time. It feels abundant. As much as I am still healing from things that have been happening this year, I do feel that I'm um, coming out of the end of like some very heavy emotional experiences and a, a rut that I was kind of in. Um, and just kind of having new eyes and seeing things a little differently, a lot differently. And so I'm excited for this season shift. Um, it's October. It's a new month. It's a new energy. We have two full moons this month, one happening today, another one happening on Halloween, which is lit. Um, so continue to love on yourselves, continue to love on each other, be compassionate. We're living in crazy fucking times, um, spiritually stay strapped, um, look out for each other, uh, treat yourselves nice, treat yourselves with grace, with warmth and compassion, and um, continue to do the work, y'all, and be in support of other people, um, black and brown folks around y'all who are doing the work. Let's be here for each other. Let's lift each other up. And happy full moon to everybody. Mm -hmm.